Capitol building yesterday. Um, right off the bat, I condemn these actions, and I'm sure Matt does as well. Right. Uh, it's not protesting is one thing, marching is one thing, breaking into a building that has senators and sort of that has Senate in session and acting a clown is not acceptable, is not an acceptable way of protest. If this election got stolen, uh, I mean, do you disagree that if they could cheat against Donald Trump, basically every other election can be stolen? Matt. Oh, I want to go to the Allegheny and throw tea in the damn river, Luke. What's going on, world? Welcome back to America's Sweethearts podcast. Uh, we're both in Pittsburgh, but we're doing this virtually because we have lives and schedules and obligations and things. But we thought it was necessary, uh, given the events that happened yesterday, uh, we're recording this on January 7th, given the events that happened yesterday, January 6th in Washington, D.C., uh, we thought it was appropriate that we sort of take our time, gather as much information as we can, and sort of give a reaction and slash opinion to what happened in the Capitol yesterday. So just sort of to preface things, uh, both of our parents went. They had uh, what they, they they had a good time. Um, they did not storm the Capitol. They they did get pepper sprayed or not pepper they, sprayed. Uh, so. Tear gassed. Tear gassed. Yeah. Yeah. So they the way that it was described to at least me and Matt. Please correct me if your mom told you anything different. Um, they started the day off just sort of walking down Constitution Avenue, and sort of found a group of people that they were hanging out with, sort of sticking with. Uh, I was eight or ten people. Um, everyone was being, you know, peaceful, just walking, having a good time. There was some chants, some singing, um, you know, the normal protest, uh, or not necessarily protest, but rally, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the normal actions that you see. Um, I think around one o'clock, Trump came out to speak to them, spoke for about an hour. Um, and then at two, they all began walking towards the Capitol building because the Senate was supposed to be in session all day. And they figured if they can just, you know, march in front of the Capitol building, that would show their support for President Trump and um, maybe influence some of the senators to rally to his side. So as they, you know, they're walking towards Capitol building and, you know, there's some police officers here and there just making sure everyone stays in line. And in hindsight, uh, at least my mom said, in hindsight, there were a couple sketchy people, um, but not many. So I think she told me about one or two, mm -hmm. but <clears throat> for the majority of the people, they were very, uh, very cool, very peaceful, very friendly, super friendly. Um, she really emphasized that point. But once they got to the Capitol building, so they were standing on the street, there's uh, the lawn and then there's the Capitol building. So they just start walking across the lawn because everyone's doing it. They're just following the crowd. Um, and one of the people in their group says, hey, I wonder how close we can get. And so they start, you know, trying to get closer and sort of bobbing and weaving in between people. And it's not super crowded. Um, she described it as a, a heavy tourist um, amount of people. So lots of lots of tourists for a tourist day, but not like super crowded. Um, and so they get decently close and then they start to realize that there's this weird smell in the air and their eyes are irritated. So they start to sort of back away and then move around to the side. 
where they see people climbing up the side of the steps. And from what they saw, people were just climbing up the steps and then standing there and waving, not the steps, sort of climbing the side of the steps and then standing there waving a flag and yelling things and being as acting as they thought appropriate. Um, and then at which point eventually our, our mothers decided that, you know, they'd been standing there watching those guys for 15, 20 minutes and they decided that it was time to go and they had done what they had come to do. And as they were walking out, they saw a police officer putting on body armor and said, you know, thank you for what you do, keeping us safe, as they had said to all the police officers they had seen that day. And the officer said, I hope you guys are satisfied. And that sort of took them by surprise. And they're like, well, what, what, sorry, what do you mean by that? And he just said, again, I hope you're satisfied with what you've done. And they were still confused and they said, well, what, what exactly have we done? And the officer told them that, you know, you broke into the Capitol building. And they were very shocked to hear that. Um, so that was sort of where their story ended. They said, okay, well, that's not good. We should probably get out of here. Um, and at that point they left. So that's the first hand account that I've heard. Matt, I'm assuming yours was very similar. Yep. Um, but nevertheless, people did, in fact, break into the um, in the same way rioting and looting is not an acceptable way of protest. So something I've seen a lot is sort of people on social media talking heads and, you know, Twitter's a wild place, is a lot of calling out for conservatives to or saying a lot of saying conservatives condemned the riots um, and during the summers or during the summer, um, but won't condemn this. And every time I see it, I, I wince because I feel like every reasonable person would condemn these actions. So that's part of why I felt it was necessary to sort of have this is because it needs to be said that, this is not the actions of the mainstream conservative uh, body of the United States. And it's not in the best interest of the country and it should be condemned. Yeah. So Matt, if you have anything to add, I have a little more after that, but. Yeah. First thing that comes to my mind is uh, one of the bigger, uh, more well-known conservative uh, members of the media or uh, say YouTube, whatever. It's Ben Shapiro, and he he made a comment uh, on his on his video that he released the day after the events took place, and he said that it was the worst event that took place in U.S. history since 9/11. Uh, I think that's a little extreme. Um, I mean, I again, like I wasn't there. How our mothers were, you know, the way they, they describe it. I mean, it's anecdotal evidence, but obviously, I think they got out of there before things got really bad. But yeah, I mean, storming into the Capitol building. The destruction that I saw, that was crazy. I mean, even I, I watched the raw video footage of uh, just the, the mag crowd clashing with the, the police, you know, and I didn't even know how to feel because, uh, I mean, it was, just, it was just so weird to, to see. It's just, man, 2021 is already off to a wild start. I mean, yeah. like you mentioned, all, uh, all these, uh, I would say just about 
every conservative, every true conservative and Trump supporter, probably during the summer when they saw the BLM protest, the, you know, the BLM riots, they, they were furious because they destroyed property and, uh, you know, looting and just destruction of innocent people's property and livelihood. Um, the thought is that if if they see that, like I, when I saw that, I condemn it. And in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to be a hypocrite. Not only do I not want to be a hypocrite, I don't want to destroy somebody else's property, right? And seeing conservatives in the MAGA crowd, you know, doing similar things, it's just weird. Also, the there's I've seen some people, not too many, I've seen some conservatives try to argue like, well, you know, if BLM can do this, why can't we do this? Stupid argument. That's, that's a bad argument, yeah. That being said, I don't I don't know what Shapiro was talking about. Maybe he knows more than I do. I'm sure he does, but, I mean, one person got killed. Uh, I think it was a uh, correct. I heard it was four. Oh, was it four? Let me okay. check right now. I know, I, I know that I heard of the one lady who got killed inside the Capitol building, right? Yeah. And she was a Trump supporter, I believe. Like she was part of the Trump protests. Uh, U.S. Capitol police officer dies after pro-Trump riots. Death toll raises to five. Wow. So yeah, five people crazy. died. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's un it's un-American. It's unacceptable. Does it know how? Like, do, do they know how they died? Because I know that the one lady who I mentioned, I, I think she was the first death. She got shot by nobody knows who has it right now, or at least the public doesn't know who. Yeah. I'm just trying to know, like, was it a who was the lady? Was it part of the MAGA crowd? Or well, part of um, one thing that I've been skeptical of is it doesn't again, like you said, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. um, for this group that has been preaching back the blue and um, you know support our police. It doesn't in law and order. Uh, it doesn't make sense to storm the Capitol. I'm not saying that. I mean, obviously, it happened. Um, but it is possible and I'm not saying it's true, but it's possible that there were people that just came and decided, you know what, there's a big crowd of people. I can probably get away with something that's going to get on the news and going to make national headlines. And it's the same thing with some of the black lives matter protests where you have a 96, 97% of the people that are there to protest for something they believe in. Uh, or show support for something mm-hmm. and you get that 3%, 2%, even 1% uh, that is just there because it's an opportunity to make headlines. Well, it starts off with that like one, two, three percent and then unfortunately it escalates, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely, yes, absolutely. But I'm not entirely sure that the people that started breaking in, because from the pictures I only saw probably about a hundred people a hundred different people that were in the Capitol building at some point. Um, you see that if you've seen the Viking horns. Yeah, there's the Viking horns, dude. There's a, the dude shirtless at the, uh, at the main desk. Um, there's a dude stealing a po- a podium. He looks like he's yeah. having a great time. Um, a lot of these pictures are, don't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which is part of which is making it difficult to wrap my head around it. Um, but I did see there was a tweet. I forget who said it out. I'll look for that now. Um, but there was a tweet saying, basically warning people 
um, that Antifa was being bused to the Capitol to yeah. sort of just start riots and um, stuff like this. Always Antifa. Well, I'm not saying it's necessarily that's, true. I'm not saying it's uh, out of the realm of possibilities. That's a conspiracy, though. It is a conspiracy. And I'm it, not saying it's out of the realm of possibilities, though. I'd rather like to think that. I mean, you don't think conservatives would, like, like I said, act this way after complaining about what they saw in the summer. Yeah. It, I tell you, not to get too off topic, but like what else made me mad after watching all the videos? It was like a maybe two hours. I didn't watch the whole thing. It was probably like a two hour long footage, unedited. And um, the way that the the way that the police kind of treated uh, the MAGA crowd, um, no, I'm not anti-police at all. You know, they're doing their job, so you know, I'm not complaining. That's that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to you know do what they can to protect the the Capitol building. You know, the first thoughts in their head is, you know, when you see like how many people were there, uh, tens of thousands. And uh, uh, yeah, just, upwards uh, of upwards of a million, yeah. Yeah, a couple dozen, a uh, couple, maybe a few hundred police officers, um, all scattered around. I think their first thought is just like, I don't want to die here. That's my assumption. Yeah, I it know. wasn't even that hostile, but it started getting pretty hostile if you watch the videos. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they were throwing nightsticks, you know, slapping the nightsticks, uh, or whatever, whatever you want to call it, but baton, uh tear gas our mothers took a whiff of that yeah um, yeah and the point i'm trying to make is yeah that's fine that's what you're supposed to do but like where where was that like where what do we where the hell was that during all the riots in the summer where was that when my aunt's business was getting looted i'm just wondering like where was it at you can't protect everything but like you could that's just that's that's on a it's a mostly a city to city basis right so the, the way the police are handled um, and this is something that I think is misunderstood, misconstrued a lot uh, in media and especially on social media is policing is a primarily a local thing. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is not in charge of the police. He's in charge of the military and the National Guard. He's not in charge of the police. So in those different cities in you know, Kenosha, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, New York, uh, Los Angeles, cities where riots occurred and where police did nothing. That was because the mayor said, stand down. Yep. So that's not, again, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with the order to stand down. Um, I think the police are there to protect the people and make sure that no one is destroying private property. But again, we digress. Um, I mean, there was also riots in DC uh, for being yeah. handled and, differently. And it was, yes, the mayor of DC yeah. said, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. Can't put myself in the cop shoes. It's tough. Um, I think the main, I think, I think my main takeaway from this is, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a decently straight shooter. Um, this is wrong. Busting through the Capitol building is wrong. I don't particularly, I'm not convinced that the election process in some, some states, specifically like Georgia, Wisconsin, and Michigan was legitimate. Um, but that has to be handled by the states mm -hmm. that it's not the federal government's place. It's not Congress's place. It's not the Senate's place to decide whether or not an election is legitimate. The states have to be, the states have both the right and the obligation to ensure that their election process is without 
um, without fraudulent activity. If they can't do that, then the state governments have to be changed. But I don't think the Congress should have the power to say this election is illegitimate. We're ignoring the results of this election because I don't like the precedent that it sets for the future. I would rather not our election turn into does Congress approve of this new leader or not? Mm -hmm. um, now, again, I think that Wisconsin, if you look at the graphs of the vote counting, it's super suspicious. Um, and even with the runoff in Georgia that happened recently, it's a very similar graph. Um, in the middle of the night, there's a extreme spike in counts of Democratic voting. Um, but yeah. it's, it doesn't, it, even if the ends of trying to prove the election may have been tampered with, even if that end is correct, it doesn't justify the means of setting a precedent where Congress can overrule any election. That's my that's one of my takeaways. Sorry. The other main takeaway is if you're going to be if you're going to say something, be consistent. And I think I've done all right with being that I've condemned the riots that happened over the summer uh, and the Black Lives Matter protests. I understand that a lot of those protests were peaceful uh, and I completely support the peaceful protest. I disagree. I disagree on uh, a lot of things regarding policing, but I would agree that all forms of racism should be uh, fought tooth and nail. And rioting is bad. And here, breaking into the Capitol building and just stealing things and making a wreck and essentially rioting without starting a fire is still wrong. Uh, the people that were there to march with the president, I, again, I support your right to do it. Um, these people I, I happen to agree with. It doesn't make a difference. It's your right. Um, and I would say the same thing to people on the other side of the aisle that have supported uh, these Black Lives Matter protests and said these riots are fine because they're protesting and this is their right to protest and then turn around and condemn this. Um, you either, you're either all in or all out. You're either saying all riots are fine or none of them are fine. I feel you, you can't have one foot in each box depending on who's riding. Yeah. Well, to get back to your point, I think, uh, I mean, this whole, this whole thing, this whole trip to DC and this whole event took place to, you know, stop the steal. At least that was what it was called. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could do a whole podcast episode. We kind of did one on, uh, how the election quite possibly may have been stolen. Uh, a lot of smart people, a lot of good numbers people will tell you that it was damn near impossible. It was statistically improbable that Biden put off the victory. And then the left won't even look at it and they'll just say, oh, the mail-in votings came in. And you could have all these pieces of evidence that, uh, you know, show that uh, there was some type of fraud. You know, it doesn't matter. It's not going to change anybody's mind. But, I mean, it's very possible that maybe – Trump did win this election. I mean, look, it's, it was statistically improbable. Am I lying about that? You know, it, it yeah, and right. it's not. I'm not denying any of the legitimacy of people arguing that Trump may have won this election. I'm just saying I don't like the precedent of Congress having the opportunity to reject the results of an election. Well, if Trump did win the election, like you know, truthfully, and uh, he's not getting you know, Biden stole it somehow. Well, then that's a pretty big problem. Um, my teacher, 
I, I take uh you know I took Arabic at college. I just took an Arabic class. Wanted to be a little bilingual. But um well anyways my uh so my Arabic teacher she was born and raised in uh Iraq and uh I mean, she's told me the stories uh, in her class and she she had an extremely amazing life. And uh the point I'm making is that she would t- like she would talk about why she doesn't like democracy. She she's not a fan of democracy. She says it works in the United States. It doesn't work in uh in Iraq in her hometown or her home, her home country. And she says, uh, like they'll do elections or they've tried elections in the past and it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll just cheat. She, she literally said that. I just laughed. I'm like, damn, that sucks. Little did I know what nine, 12 months later that it would be happening to us. It's not to that extreme, but if, if, if it, if Trump actually won very possible that he did and, uh, nothing gets done about it, nothing gets done to stop the steal. Yeah. I mean, if if they could if they could beat Donald Trump, I don't care who you have running next. There's not there's never gonna be another guy like Donald Trump who's gonna be president. You're, if you if you can't if you could beat Donald Trump, if you could cheat against Donald Trump, you could cheat against anybody. And the election, the, this whole election system, it's over. Democracy is yeah. So it's well, over. That's, that's that's the thing is we're not a democracy. We're a republic. There's a difference, and it's very important to know that difference. So the way our electoral process works is it's not a straight popular vote so it makes it both easier and more difficult in certain aspects to cheat if it's a popular vote then you just have to switch a certain number of random places yeah. if it's the electoral college like we have you have to swing whole states i was gonna say it might be easier to, to cheat and uh use an electoral college popular vote not not necessarily in this one but Say Trump won in a landslide, it's hard to cheat. If uh, I don't know, I think it's easier to kind of just change. Oh, let's give him, you know, let's give him California. Obviously, he won it. Let's, let's get in California anyway. I think yeah. I think it's easier. It's easier to hide a straight Democratic vote because you can scatter it throughout the country. Okay. Um, I mean, but you saw what they did in the swing states, right? Well, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's you have to swing a whole state, so that will take less votes, but it's more obvious. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think they care about obvious. I know because in in the eyes of the and we'll go back to relativism, in the eyes of the relativist, as long as it serves what you believe in, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. There is no right or wrong. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people believe on both sides of the aisle believe that. Um which is why and I I don't believe it, which is why I've been saying if you're gonna condemn looting and rioting, you condemn it on both sides. Mm-hmm. If you're going to support peaceful protesting, you support it on both sides. And that's where I stand on this. Yeah, I would uh, never condone destruction of somebody else's property. I think that's just cowardly and selfish and uh, stupid. I think rioting is the same and looting. Uh, that being said, if this election got stolen, uh, I mean, do you disagree that if they could cheat against Donald Trump, basically every other election can be stolen? Yeah, if you can steal an election, you can steal an election. It doesn't really matter who the opponent is if you can steal it. What I'm saying is it's not – I don't think it's Congress's place. It, it's the place of the states. So say say Congress overrules this election, right? Say, let's just play out a hypothetical. Say Congress rejects the results of this election, and it goes back, and the states don't change anything, and Congress basically says Donald Trump won, right? Mm-hmm. What's to stop them from doing it again? Right. No, it's, a, it's an actual uh, question. What's to stop them? It, well, 
I think it's a lose lose. What's to stop him from doing it again? Nothing. Because yeah, exactly. So it can't be solved on a congressional level. It has to. The yeah. states have to be. The votes in the certain states in 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 contest have to be audited and reviewed, and they have to be legitimized. They have to make sure that those votes are real votes. Seems like they have corruption like every level, though. I don't know. It feels like I don't know. It feels like you're kind of hopeless if you're in the shoes of conservative. For me, I mean. I'm going to through. I don't, it doesn't really bug me right now, but maybe it should. Uh, if the, I mean, if this election really got stolen, like you said, what's to stop it from being stolen again? The reason I said against Donald Trump, I don't know if another president would fight as hard as Trump did. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you on that for sure. But I, in, okay, so let's play out a different hypothetical. All right. Let's say that, um, let's say that Congress still, um, I guess, ignores, rebuts, rejects the results of this election and say Georgia, Wisconsin, and Michigan go through an audit and say, oh, okay, they were right. Trump won, right? Go to the next election, Trump's out of office because, you know, two terms, it's tradition. Now it's now it's an amendment that two terms to the max. Uh, Trump leaves office, you know, you have a new president, four years go by, and say it's a Democratic president, the House is Democrat, and the Senate's Democrat. So say they control all three. Then we have an election coming up. It'd be 2028 at this point. Um, the 2028 election, um, the Republican wins by a thin margin. And say there are a couple states that, say it's Pennsylvania and Ohio, that are pretty much the reason that the Republican won. What's to stop the Congress which is Democrat controlled from saying, no, we don't, we don't think this is legit. We're going to contest these election results and basically say that this election was fraudulent. What's to stop them? Yeah, nothing. So, so that's, that's my reason for not um, supporting Congress objecting. Do I think something should be done? Yes, but it doesn't matter what we should, what should be done. It has to be on a state level. And if it doesn't happen, then I don't know. I don't know what steps to take yet, but yeah, I, I, I've drawn the line in the sand. I won't support Congress pretty much becoming the electoral process. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, the, the scary thing though is that this is like a, this is a reality that, uh, this is real. Yeah. That, uh, you know, it's not, I don't think it's should be called a conspiracy theory that maybe Trump did win. If you just look at everything, which we've gone over, you know, the election, if the election got stolen, like I said, it's gonna continue to be stolen. And then what's the until, point? Out? Until there's hard proof, it is still a theory. But I think there's a lot of proof for it. Um, and you know, honestly, inauguration day is in 13 days. Yeah. So, clock's ticking. Yeah. Well, what's the solution? Well, what's the solution? I don't what do know. we do? What do we do? That's 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 a legit question, right? Like, what do we do? And let's not get dramatic. Maybe it's not dramatic, but like, I mean, you look at American history, man. We have like a really rich history. There's times where like Americans could have yeah. just bent over to use, you know, improper terms, could have just bent over and took it. I mean, look, look at what, I mean, we chose not to. And in the beginning, right, with the British, we had the whole Revolutionary War, yep. which had to fight against them instead of bending over. 1812, um, basically fought it again. Turned, yep. Had a civil war, figured that out. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but there were there was times where the North could have been over and said, you know what, I'm not a slave. Doesn't doesn't bother yeah, me. You, you could have walked away. And right? they didn't. But they chose but up. The question is, what do we do now? Well, and that's a great we, question. We can't bend over. No. So what do we do? I don't know. We have to do something. What do we do? We can't riot. Obviously, rioting doesn't rioting doesn't solve anything. Doesn't help anything. But I'm just putting it out there because that's an obvious. I mean, the march calls attention to it. I don't know what you do, dude. I mean, what what do we do in the all the times? There's, there's a great line. I forget who says it originally, but Jordan Peterson said it in one of his lectures. Um, a lot of people don't change the world because they don't think small enough. Do the little things. Yeah. Be an honest person. Be a good person. Stay that's true to your word. Like that, yeah. that's, that's, that's a start. That's the start. That is. Be true to your word. Other hold people accountable to their words. Mm -hmm. um, don't let if you see something, if you see something wrong, call it out. Yeah. Call a spade a spade. I think that yeah. I think that's that's where we start. I think that's the Do way little things. You live your life. I mean, that, I think it has to be. That's that's the only way. That's the only way a moral society. That's the only way that a society can survive. Without yeah. without massive government intervention, is each person is responsible for themselves. I was gonna say, yeah, personal responsibilities. That's all you can control, so that's all you should worry about. Yep. But like like we just mentioned, we went over the Revolutionary War. There's um, no but. The, right well, now. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Revolutionary. Well, I mean, you said the clock's ticking, right? The clock is. Yeah. Personal responsibility is not going to help us in 13 days. Right? Well, okay. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Always I do. don't know. I don't know if there's anything that can be done to stop Biden from taking office. Well, I don't know if there's Biden, anything that can be done. There's not. And that sets precedent. And uh, I mean, not to back dramatic, but if this election got no, started, you're right. What's to stop the next one and the one after? Right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I'm not. Um, my look. I'm not. We've had people on here who've, who've been big believers of QAnon and crazy conspiracy theories. Some, some, uh, you know, there's some truth to some of them. Some have more merit than others. Yeah, I don't know what I believe and not. Still, still up in there, but I do, you know, I do believe some stuff. Um, anyways, the point I'm trying to make is: is there a deep state? I mean, I know that there's definitely corrupt individuals out there, and I think that they have a lot of powerful positions. And I think that definitely helped. If there was a steal in the election, I think the deep state was responsible for that. It's yeah. I I think I think there is some sort of um, the, the swamps. The swamps a good way to put it. Yes. Um, it definitely exists. Um, the powers that be, whether it be uh, heads of corporations or politicians or in the third, one. what the media, the media. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think it, it all got a hand in it. Everybody. Um, yeah. But even we go to heads of corporations because yep. Bezos owns what Wapo. Well, that's, yeah. Um, I mean, but, that's also why uh, a lot of just normal everyday people are kind of scared to say anything. A lot of people work for corporations and if their boss sees and post something conservative on Facebook, I mean, people got on fire before for saying less. I don't know. Yeah. That's why it seems like, it seems like a lot of America's left because that's all you see on social media and just the, the, the cable news and everything. I think it's just because conservatives they're kind of scared to speak up because you know heads of their their bosses, the heads of corporations are left leaning. 
Yeah, but, I, but, I, I, well, the, the thing about social media, mm-hmm. and I think Creighton talked about this, is there is the, the overwhelming majority of the population is not super far right nor super far left. Right. The majority of the population is very reasonable people. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, and I think we talked about this with uh, Pastor Bloom, uh, bad news gets headlines. Yep. Extreme things get clicks. So the more extreme you sound, the crazier your ideas, um, the more people are going to want to read them because they're going to see the headline and be like, oh, this is ridiculous. I got I got to read this. And I'm guilty of it, too. Um, I, I don't say that much ridiculous things. I don't think. Um, and if if I've said something that you thought is like stupidly ridiculous, comment it below. But I've clicked on them. I got I they've got me. I got to see what they're saying. But. I think most most people are reasonable and the things we see on social media are just exaggerated, um, basically megaphones of people yeah. on the extreme right and extreme left. Yeah, I think there's a lot of Joe Rogans in the everyday world. So that's yeah. kind of a good thing. But anyways, the reason I bring up the deep state and all of that is, uh, I mean, there's, there's something out there that's kind of against the everyday people in the United States. Like, I really believe that, especially if this, if this election got stolen. And the reason I go back to the history, like we mentioned, we mentioned the Revolutionary War, War of eighteen twelve, Civil War, and then now what we're saying, marching in the streets, not coming forward at all. But those three times when people had to stand up that we just mentioned, and we didn't bend over, there was extreme measures that had to be taken. Right? Yeah. Again, not coming forward. It's definitely a whole different time. We're not fighting against slavery. Ooh, are we fighting against ty- tyranny? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know, Luke. It's interesting. I don't where where do you draw the line as tyranny? Right. And that's that's a that's a podcast for another time. Yeah. I'm just saying that I think that's if it wasn't Antifa, might might have not been. If it was just conservatives, I think that's mm-hmm. the thought process in their head, which isn't like you said, the uh, ends unjustify the means. Yeah. And it's 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 a reasonable theory that it may have been in their heads, uh, it may have been Antifa, it may have been certain cells. It is pretty much equally reasonable that yeah. in a crowd of a million people, you're going to get a hundred whack jobs. It's it's very possible. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just why I ask because it's like, don't extreme measures have to be taken? Because this is an extreme just attack against America. If the election got stolen, that's an extreme attack. That is extraordinarily just bad. That's Matt, but what what does this do? What does it do? Something has to be done, though. I don't know what it what, does. Yeah, but what does what does breaking into the Capitol do? Absolutely not. Yeah, bro, you sound like the British when they were like, "The fuck, they're throwing off the tea, bro." What the hell is that going to do? There's That's what the like, British dude. cared about the tea. Yeah, they don't the care. British were taxing the, the tea. No, they care about the Capitol building. But what? what no, I'm not. Matt, I'm not Matt, just realistic, Matt. Realistically, what did this event do other than turning every turning more people against Trump? It didn't turn anybody against Trump. He wasn't already against. It turned neutral people against Trump. No, the most important, the most important group. Okay, it did not. Trump, Trump's people are going to be Trump's people. Biden's people are going to be Biden's people. Yeah, the people in the middle are the people that everyone's fighting for. Yeah. All this event did was, I don't know. I I I don't know. I'm not in the middle, so I couldn't say. But it seems it did. I mean, it it seems like it's probably a lose lose. Right, because you look this way, you got all these BLM riots. You look this way, you got one bad riot over in DC. So yeah, the, actually, I did see the Libertarian Party has already experienced like a forty percent bump in uh, in support. 
<laughs> so that's still from like, you, you know, know one one point six percent of the population to two point one percent of the population. But good for them. Another thing too is like the media, the way that it controls the the way we retain information. Like they could literally literally say what they want. So I mean, it's a good thing that we actually have people down there. It's a good thing that we have raw video video footage because we all know that that, is, that yeah. is another thing. You're absolutely right about that. So Andrew and I were hanging out yesterday, and we were both sort of scrolling through Twitter, mm-hmm. um, trying to figure out what's going on, and thousands and thousands of tweets about it. Um, and the way the news covered it, you would have thought every single person there was running into the Capitol building and breaking windows and stealing shit and doing things when we're really talking about a hundred people out of about a million. So that's uh, one one hundredth of a percent. So I, I think that's my quick math. That could also be a reason why uh, the Libertarian Party has grown so much in the last few days. Yeah. But either way, I think uh, sort of to wrap things up here, um, like same thing I said in the summer, peaceful protests, uh, rallies, marches, whatever you want to call it, all for it that you're right. Go for it. Knock yourself out. Um, the moment you start breaking and entering or rioting or threatening. Um, that's hey, that's, that's what they said about throwing tea off the boats, too. Have you read the First Amendment, Matt? Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah, it's a good one. But yeah, Just, and yeah, uh, my solution is start start with you. Start with me. No, oh, personal responsibility. Yeah, there it is, bud. Luke, we have thirteen days, man. Man, I don't. I if I if I think of something that can be done, that's not. Well, if we don't do anything, what are we doing? You want to say it for me, or you want me to say it? Right. What do you we're mean? Over. Oh, I thought you were bending over. Oh no, I was picking a wedgie. I thought you. Were... Well, same thing. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. You're picking. You know what? You know what? This one's done. This one's done. Matt's Matt's too much on the bending over. I'm I'm angry, man. Whatever. We'll see. I, what I get that. No, I, it's, this it's, election got stolen, and Luke just wants to bend over. I want to throw the tea on the. Floor I'm not right saying now. bend over. I want to go to the monogamy. I'm not saying bend over, but rioting doesn't. Rioting never fixes anything, Matt. Oh, I want to go to the Allegheny and throw tea in the damn river, Luke. Go ahead. See what it does. Do something. Did something. It did something. It won't. Years ago. Oh, that's what that's what they said. That's what they said. That's what the neutral Matt, party said back in Matt, the seventies. Matt, we, they threw tea off because there was a tax specifically on tea. Right, but I'll tell you what, Luke. We go back to the seventies. Makes me mad. Matt, I'm saying if if there is something to be done, yeah, that will make a difference. That is not setting a terrible precedent, or pretty much starting a war. I'm all for it, but I can't think of something. If you can't think of anything, Luke, you know what you're doing. You're bending over, dude. Don't stop the recording. I'm not stopping the recording. Okay, oh, okay, oh. okay, okay. For the people, for the people listening slash watching. All right, this is this is what I want you guys to comment. I have a, I'm genuinely curious. What is the better course of action? Say something bad is happening. Is it better to do nothing or is it better to make it worse? Whoa. No. Matt, I'm not done. Matt, I'm not done. 
I'm, I'm sure everyone just said it's better to do nothing than to make it worse because that's what all reasonable people would say. Now, I would say the same thing. Is it better to wait and think of a calculated course of action? Or is it better to emotionally run into a situation and do whatever your emotions say? Do whatever you feel you should do. So that that's my question. Comment pretty much pretty much calculate yeah. or raw emotion, go for it. Luke, I think that action should have been taken a long time ago. How long has the defense been around for? Well, I think in the summers when we saw I'm not. I mean, I, I'm. We're not talking about Antifa. We're not talking about Antifa. We're talking well, about stealing the election. Yeah, but we should, shouldn't we? We're, talk, I mean, we're talking about stealing the election. You don't think it all played a role? Antifa? No, I'm just saying like everything that's happened. Like there's, there's. No, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely saying that. Yeah, okay. the, I think that the, something. I think that conservatives should have stood up for something. We hid in our houses when all these when our cities were being burnt. Luke, that's a big deal. Like our cities are a big deal to American way of life. I think that Matt, I'm not. I'm not saying that, Matt. What? I'm not. I'm not in any support of that. I know you're not. I'm just saying that that's my point. I know we're talking about two different things. I'm just saying that we've been bending over for a really long time on on too many different things. Like we we. I don't think we did anything to prevent the riots happening. And it's not a black versus white thing. It's not a red versus blue thing. It's a good what, versus Matt, blue. Matt, what can you do for? What can you do to prevent a riot? I mean, you could try. I don't. I don't. What? What can you do? Go down there and make sure, like, no, hey, man, you're not it. a vigilante. I'm not a vigilante. I'm saying, hey, man, like, don't, don't throw that rock. Don't do it. Don't do it. You gotta do something. It's better than like watching Fox News, on my fucking couch, and be like, damn, dude, what a moron. Yeah, thanks, man. That's gonna make a difference. Calling him a moron. No, it doesn't do anything. We just let our cities get burned. I feel partially responsible because I just watched my city get burned. Pittsburgh get burned. What could you have done about it? You could, okay, going down yeah, and talking to people wouldn't have stopped it. People say that all the time. Well, what can you do about it? You could say that for everything. What can you do about it? You have to do something. I don't know what it is. I can't think of it in the next 20 seconds. I guess you know I what you can do? You know what you can do? What? Talk to your friends. Prevent your friends from doing it. Well, that's why I started. Yeah. Exactly. That's when we started this. Okay, well, we did something, but these other conservatives aren't doing anything, Luke. Matt, everybody's starting a podcast. Would you really think everyone just started a podcast? That's not everybody's supposed to. Call this is you. what I'm Matt. Matt, I said personal responsibility. You, yeah, that well, that is it. Here's a People theory. People need to be responsible for themselves. Here's a theory. People thought in the summer to give them like to help help out my fellow conservatives. I believe their thought process was: look, we're not going to do anything right now. We're this is what we're going to do. We're going to vote, and we're going to let the system work itself out. We're going to vote. We're going to try to get Trump back in office. If he loses, then he loses. That's just the way it works. Well, this is where we get back to the point. I think that's what everybody's thinking. Like, we're gonna vote. We're gonna see what happens. I mean, did you not hear that? Like, you were no, like, yeah, you're, right. you're absolutely right. Yeah. Win. We're gonna hope at that point he'll send out the national guard, maybe, and the riots will totally dwindle. And I think that that was at least my thought process. I know a lot of people that I I know that are conservatives. That was what they thought too. They're like, we're gonna vote. We're gonna have to wait up, wait this out when all our cities are burning. Well, guess what? It ties back together, right? Matt, voting the riots, the riots yep. are not the uh, the allowing of the riots. So the telling the people telling the police to stand down, that wasn't Donald Trump. 
I know. That's the local but mayors, and that's the state Trump governors. Didn't, Trump didn't do anything. That he, he could have sent out the National Guard. I mean, how long was he can't Oregon? send the National Guard to every city, Matt. There's not. Well, Oregon Guard. went on for like 90 days, and he sent the National Guard there after 90 days. I think it was after like 55, and they stayed there. Well, that's for, a long time. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. Okay. But the thing about the riots is, you see these riots that the mayors and state governors are allowing to happen. Yeah. And if everyone in the media is saying this is Donald Trump's fault, this is Donald Trump's America. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at red states, it's fractional. Yeah. Minimal destruction. Um, minimal rights. There were still protests. There were absolutely protests. Uh, all 50 states had Black Lives Matter protests. Not all 50 had riots. Right. So it's about how the local so the the problem with the riots in the summer and the problem with this is it's the local authorities allowing it to happen and then everyone blames the man the the man up top yeah. everyone the the top of the food chain he's the president the buck stops with him that's not how the country was set up and that's not what people people don't understand that yeah i mean doesn't it all come back i don't know this is how i feel i feel like because what you said about uh when you quoted jordan peterson about personal responsibility like I, I talked to Cool Reeves, you know, guest of the show. I talked to yeah. him. All, but we, that's our biggest thing. Like he, we were texting uh, last night when all this was going down. We're like, dude, he told me he's like, I know it's not a political party thing. It's like good versus evil. And I just yeah. told him, I'm like, yeah, it's personal responsibility. Like you can only control yourself. Make sure that you do the right things. And he's like, I totally agree. You know, like, I mean, I, I, I like that you said that. The point I'm trying to make. I know you're like, where the fuck's he going? Is uh, no, no, you, no, you keep saying that. You're saying I'm right. Keep, keep going. <laughs> The, well, you're probably not going to agree with this, but I, I feel like like my personal responsibility is to protect myself, protect my loved ones, my family, right? And then, I mean, don't I have a personal responsibility to at least protect, like, where I live? Like, think about it. Soldiers think, I'm not a soldier. Soldiers think they have a personal responsibility to, that's their service, to protect their country, right? Yeah. Do I not, as a citizen, at least have a little bit of a, a responsibility to protect where I live? Yeah, no, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to wait. Define, define that. Define that. Right. I don't want to define wait. where you live. It ultimately be neighborhoods, right? I don't want to wait until they come to my neighborhood, though. So right? okay, so you're you're talking from like, okay, you're what you're saying is strategically right. Uh-huh. Strategically. Okay. It yes, and the United States has done this in many wars, um, that a lot of people don't like. It is a, it's a, it's a preemptive attack, pretty much. You're saying take the right to them before they take it to you. That's essentially what you're saying. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds like that's what you're saying. Would you say that's right? Partially. Partially? Because. Right, then what, what, what part of it's wrong? Good. Please well, correct me. I'm, I do consider, like, I lived in Northside of Pittsburgh for, for 16 years of my life. So I, not that I live there anymore, but it's, I don't know, like 20 minutes away from where I live now. It's a. Uh, I mean, I, when I, when people ask where I live, if I'm out of stats on Pittsburgh, you know, and there was horrible riots downtown Pittsburgh. Like when I look at that, like it really hurt me. Like I'm not being dramatic. Yeah. It made no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not justifying that. I'm not saying that you should look at that and think, Oh, that's nice. When I see that, I'm like, like I'm passionate. I'm a diehard Stewart's fan because they represent my city. And I mean, I, I guess I'm a homer, but like when people do that to like my city, like I kind of take pride in, in Pittsburgh being from Pittsburgh. I take pride in my city and I don't like seeing I mean, my aunt's business was down there. I mean, that maybe yeah. that's why it's a little more personal. It just, 
like it makes me so mad. And I'm like, do I not have a little responsibility to at least try to protect my city? I yeah, I I completely understand where you're coming from, and I agree with you. Actually, I agree. It is it's another thing that I another quote that I really like is uh, sort of going with personal responsibility. Like, how far does it go? Yeah, I'm responsible for everything that happens to me and everything that happens around me. Okay. So if you approach life with that type of idea of responsibility then yes it is your responsibility to do anything you can to prevent evil yeah when it comes to then there has to be some sort of plan that goes with that i'm not i'm not at all justifying any riots or i'm not saying that nothing should be done mm-hmm. but i'm saying that we shouldn't be careless i agree to us two mm-hmm. two five eight well, I'm not 160 anymore, but you know, I used to be 160. Right. White dudes <laughs> going down and telling people to stop rioting, stop looting, stop setting fires is going to get us in the hospital and nothing else done. Yeah. I'm not saying that nothing should be done. Uh-huh. I'm saying that that course of action will not work. I'm think what you're saying is something needed to be calculated, right? Uh, well, not necessarily. Like, well, yes, I'm saying something has to be done, but it can't. It can't well, be. Just- you, you, Matt, you're saying you keep saying you get riled up and you get really emotional about it, yeah. right? This is the hardest thing to do. Turn off your emotions, right? And it's 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 a nearly impossible task. Well, I but mean, when, but when approaching situations like this, where it seems to be a no-win situation, yeah. you have to be able to turn off those emotions and think, right. um, sort of remove yourself, take a step back analyze the situation and determine the best course of action right i agree yep. and so it's it's i'm not saying nothing should be done i'm yeah. saying i don't know what should be done uh-huh. and i and i don't want to get myself yeah, in the hospital because that helps nobody don't act out of emotions i, I, don't, I, act, I don't act out of emotion yeah, because that's, good. that's what i did i mean i you know i turned off the news i was really mad um mm-hmm. i probably made people block me on social media but that was really all i did um but the reason I have a problem with it, and I agree with you, you shouldn't act out of emotion. Us going down there wearing masks and acting like vigilantes wouldn't have gone well. But um, something like nothing what was done. <laughs> but nothing was done. Nothing yeah. was done. So we did bend over as conservatives, not, not you and me. As a whole group of conservatives, I think we did bend over. But with that being said, I think our thought process was all right, we can't do anything. We're going to have to wait it out until the election comes and we will vote. I think that's what I think, I think. I think you're associating doing nothing with cowardice. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's I not feel like we were just hiding in our homes. It's, it's well, you know, before cowardice, cowardice is when there's something that can be done and you choose not to. That's a, that's a quote. Um, evil things happen when good men. Do All nothing. it takes for evil to exist in the world is for good men to do nothing. Right. I yeah. mean, when, when it looks like there's nothing to be done, I don't like that answer because I just feel like it's quitting. I feel like there's always something to be done. You're a middle linebacker, Matt. You think it's cowardice to go around blocks. <laughs> you like I, I completely get where you're coming from. Um, but I, I, I see cowardice as there is a clear path. There is a right thing to do. Yeah. And it's hard. And you choose not to do it. That's cowardice. Yeah. It's not the same as... I don't know what the right course of action is, and I don't know if there is a right course of action. So I'm going to wait until more information presents itself, and then I'm going to do what I think is right. I think, yeah, I think we got lucky that, that Biden won. 
um, because I don't know, maybe, be, well, that Biden won because those 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 uh, BLM protests are probably going to stop now. That's the thought, right? I mean, they they seem to stop relatively the last few months. In the summer, they were huge. Biden Biden and Harris haven't talked to the leaders of Black Lives Matter organization in like since they won the since yeah. they quote unquote won. Yeah. I don't think they're going to stop. Um, well, but they have stopped, right? The BLM protest. Oh, I guess I guess they have. I think yeah. they're going to start back up again. Okay, next well, summer. I don't know. Yeah, but that's my know. fear. I'm not a fortune teller. I don't know. I kind of agree with you, dude. But that's my fear. They continue to burn down our cities, destroy our cities. Our cities, for the most part, especially the major ones, are kind of the lifeline to uh, American success. One they of are. They are a massive portion of the economy. And what yeah. what was worse than riots and looting mm-hmm. is actually just shutting them down. That's what's worse. But yeah. that's hey, again. Hey. My fault for just focusing on this. That's a whole other. No, discussion. no, 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 no. You're right, but we're getting off tangent after tangent. This is supposed to just be a reaction to the uh, capital. I'm so sorry. if you if you've made it to listen this far down our rabbit hole, shout out to you. Comment your favorite color. <laughs> I'm glad that you, they bring that up because um, I mean, even that too, right? What are what what are we gonna do to prevent us from, from shutting down? Open your business. To, to ignore yes. it. There we go. That's I feel something. Like, no, that's yeah. I that yeah. is something. I feel like conservatives have been bending over for the last few months when it comes to the pandemic. And that's probably why I'm sounding so mean and saying everybody's a coward. I don't mm-hmm. think everybody's a coward. I don't think conservatives are at all. Obviously Matt, not after last night, right? But um, Matt, uh, Matt, here I got some great news for you. Gosh, let's go. So the media is extremely left-leaning bias. No doubt. Social media has an extreme left-leaning bias. But – Social media still has some good right-leaning stuff. There's a bunch of pages that I follow. Uh, and Barstool is doing fantastic work. Barstool Fund, if you haven't heard of it, um, I don't know how. Actually, I do. The media doesn't talk about it. So the Barstool Fund. So Dave Portner pretty much – Barstool pledged, I want to say, a half a million dollars or a million dollars. Um that they were literally just going to give to companies to stay afloat, to stay above board so they could pay their employees and they can stay open during the pandemic. That's and awesome. they started, they pretty much started a GoFundMe that said, you know, if you have anything to give, anything's appreciated, we're just trying to do what we can. So the, again, that's, that's that what you can do. That's that, something you can do. Um, and so far they've raised $20 million. Wow. That's awesome. And it's only been up for like, I don't know, two weeks. Sweet. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you haven't heard of it and you are in a place to be able to give to it, the Barstool Fund is a great place because that goes straight to small businesses that are struggling. Um, but you also see things. There's a man named Ian Smith that runs a gym in New Jersey. Yeah, um, I was thinking of him too. He's he's been open this whole time. Uh, I think since May or June or something like that, and he's been helping other small businesses do the same. So there is there is good in the world, Matt. There is, yeah, there is yeah. hope. Look, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm emotional right now. I'm saying that people are bending over when, yeah, they're not bending over. Okay. I'm just saying, I don't want us to. Okay. I and agree. I, I agree. I'll, I will wrap things up in a minute, but real fast, you know, Alex Jones, crazy conservative, crazy right winger. He talks about it too. Um, civil disobedience, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what, I mean, at least we know kind of some answers as to how we can step up. Uh, don't close down your businesses. Well, you're going to get in trouble by the police. I mean, take the risk. If everybody does it, it's probably a good thing, right? He said, he said, don't wear masks. I'm like, that's, it, it sounds weird, but I guess that's extreme. But 
I mean, there's solutions out there. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't wear a mask when I'm outside. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm outside. Look, I'm just saying we have to think of something. Not you and me, conservatives, the people who. Well, this includes America, America, but Yeah. Yeah, that includes if us. If there's something to be done. Well, if there's that's something part of personal responsibility. If there's something to be done. I think it's if there's something that has to be done. You know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you just said if there's something that has to be done. Yeah. That's exactly what I just said. You said there's something to be done. Okay. I took out the word has. What do you uh, want from me? If there's something that has to be done. If the riots start up next summer, let's hope they don't. If, if there's something up, good that can be done, not even has to be done. That can be done. No, do I disagree. It. I think it has to be done because there's something. If there's something I'm, I'm saying a good thing. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying a good thing. Right. If something can be done that would improve the situation, do it. Okay. If there's, if there's not, you're not looking hard enough. Some. At what point? At what point would it reach a level where you would have, where we would have to do something? To prevent the rise from happening again, not black versus white, oh, not blue versus red. It's good versus evil. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I don't, I don't agree with the protesters, but I 100% appreciate the fact that they are doing their First Amendment right. Okay. The protesters, yes, rioters, no. Riots looked like the Middle East in the early 2000s. It was bad. If, That's in America. If riots come to my neighborhood or any neighborhood that I'm in, I will defend. The people I know, the people I care about, tooth and nail, with that Second Amendment right that cannot be taken away. That's where that line is. So the line is when they come to you. Yes. A wise man never seeks out war, but he's always ready for it. I respect it. Hey, comment below what movie that's from, if you if you recognize it. I don't recognize it. I know you don't, but someone listening might. There's like an off chance. No Gibson movies. No. Nah. No, okay, I don't know. I'm not going to guess. It's a kid's movie. <laughs> Tell me after. Yeah, well. <sighs> all right, well. So, yeah, if you if you listened all the way through this, you're an angel. Um, so this is Matt and I's thoughts on the Capitol, what happened yesterday on January 6th, and uh, a whole bunch of other things. But I guess we'll leave you. The last thought is uh, – all it takes for evil to exist is for good men to do nothing. Wow, you made it this far? That's incredible. Hey, if you enjoyed the video, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and stay tuned for more content. Thanks for watching.